A woman was fined for offering a businessman her liver. Watch out for the super mosquitoes, say scientists. And porch pirates strike in reverse, returning the packages they stole from a family. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast that's recorded inside a cold closet in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, it is the holidays. A woman has been fined for offering her liver to a businessman. A woman in her 50s in Korea was fined by a district court in Korea after she promised to donate a piece of her liver to a company chairman in exchange for a job for her son. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack here. Okay, so she wants to get her son a job. How sweet. Uh, most mothers will, will bake some cookies and give that to the boss. This mother's like, you know what? I'm going to offer one of my organs so my son can get a job. I really want him out of the house. I'm willing to offer an organ <laughs> to get him on his career path. What a sweet lady. Now, unfortunately, the promised liver transplant did not take place because the woman contracted COVID shortly before the operation. The chairman of this construction company where she was trying to get her son a job, who was supposed to receive the liver transplant, has since died. Uh... A judge in the Seoul District Court's Criminal Division ordered this lady, identified as Miss K, to pay a fine of 3 million won, which is a little over 2,000 USD, for violating what's called the Organ Transplant Act. Wow, I'd never heard of the Organ Transplant Act. Uh, somewhere in there it must say, you can't offer an organ to get your son a job, I imagine. Uh, it says here, Miss K heard from a friend that the chairman of a sizable construction company was seriously ill, needed a liver transplant. So here's the history of this incident. At that point, a friend connected her with an employee at the company in question. Um, this person was the source of the information and also happened to be the son of the chairman who needed a liver transplant. The son met with her. She said she was willing to donate her liver in exchange for 100 million won, which is about 77,000 USD. In addition, she would receive a job for her son at the construction company as well. The chairman's son agreed to all of these terms. Miss K then entered a hospital in Seoul to be tested prior to the organ transfer. She pretended to be the daughter-in-law of the chairman of this company who was supposed to receive the transplant. And now here we get into the fraudulent category. A week later, Miss K was approved as an organ, organ donor by the National Institute of Organ Tissue and Blood Management. But after being admitted to the hospital for this liver transplant, she was diagnosed with COVID, which caused the operation to be delayed. As Mrs. K's hospital stay dragged on, a nurse found Miss K's relationship with her caregivers very suspicious, and she was reported that she might possibly be organ trafficking. As a result of these suspicions, the surgery was canceled. An investigation went underway. Meanwhile, the construction company chairman who had been waiting for this liver transplant eventually passed away. Now, it says here, the sale of human organs is strictly prohibited under Korea's current law. The Organ Transplant Act mandates punishment for anyone who promises to give or receive financial gain or any other compensation in exchange for an organ or who aids or abets another in doing so. Eventually, all of this went to the courts, where Miss K claimed 
She didn't know that she was breaking a law and asked for leniency. The court sentenced Miss K to pay a fine of three million won, and they gave the son of the chairman a one-year prison sentence. Ooh, yikes! No word on whether or not Miss K's son got a job at the construction company or any other company. I'm happy that Miss K did not have her liver removed for her damn son, or a piece of it rather, for her son to get a job. You shouldn't have to give up a piece of your organ for your son to get a job. This boy needs to get it together. All right. I'm not a parent, though. Do you guys think it's okay to give up a <laughs> maybe a kidney? You know, because you got two of them, but not the liver. Come on now. Scientists are warning about super mosquitoes. It's the sounds of science. The star of this particular story are the super mosquitoes. I'm frightened. I don't know about you. Let's find out where these super mosquitoes are. I don't want to live there. The article says one of the most vilified pest species on the planet continues to outsmart the ways in which humans attempt to get rid of them. Super mosquitoes. Super mosquitoes have evolved to withstand insectides, according to new research. And the most sobering finding is the high rate in which a species known for carrying disease has developed mutations against insecticides. Now, I don't use insecticides to kill mosquitoes. I use the old school method called, called my hand. I just give them a nice whack with my hand because I don't like insecticides around my environment. You know, they make me a little dizzy, I have to say. Uh, and I'm, I'm not crazy about those candles that keep the mosquitoes away. I don't like the smell. It says here, researchers at the National Institute of Infectious Diseases in Japan studied mosquitoes in the areas of Vietnam and Cambodia, and they found that these mosquitoes harbor mutations that endow them with a very strong resistance to common insecticides, according to a study published in Science Advances this week. A very concerning mutation appeared in about 78% of the collected specimens of the Aedes aegypti, a species of mosquito. This is one of the most infamous species of mosquito and major carriers of dengue fever, yellow fever, and Zika virus, according to the study. In other words, this is one of the most dangerous strains of mosquito, and they seem to be developing very powerful ways to fight off our insecticides. So that's kind of concerning, especially with you know, given the sort of diseases they carry and whatnot. Researchers discovered 10 new substrains of the Aegis aegypti and noticed that one mutation called L982W endowed these mosquitoes with a very high resistance to the pyrethroid insectide permethrin inside the laboratory. Whew, I nailed that in one take, by the way. Those are hard words, guys. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Hold on. Good job, Jonesy. This mutation... L982W, appeared with a frequency of more than 79% in mosquitoes collected from Vietnam, and mosquitoes in Cambodia harbored combinations of L982W and some other mutations that displayed, quote, extreme levels of pyrethroid resistance, the researchers say. The L982W mutation has not been detected outside of Vietnam and Cambodia, but researchers believe it could slowly spread to other parts of Asia and beyond. These findings, of course, pose a very serious risk and threat to infectious disease control and eradication programs, as the mutation is some of the highest insecticide resistance ever seen in a field population of mosquitoes ever. 
Many health initiatives rely on pyrethroids and other insecticides to control mosquito-borne infections, especially for those that don't have a vaccine like dengue fever. Now they say it's going to be very necessary to continue to monitor these mutants, especially in Southeast Asia, in order to take appropriate countermeasures before these super mosquitoes spread globally. Government health officials should choose appropriate, more effective insecticides for controlling mosquitoes. And the, but the mosquitoes appear to be evolving both physically and instinctively to avoid all human attempts to eradicate their presence. Well, if you guys happen to be traveling to Vietnam and Cambodia during the holidays, make sure you watch out for the super mosquito. Prepare yourself, man. You want to bring some thick clothing to withstand the super mosquito. If you happen to be traveling to Florida for the holidays... Watch out for the super meth Florida man who I've heard is on the loose as well. So maybe carry some pepper spray. <laughs> it all comes back to Florida. Yay! Porch pirates strike in reverse, returning packages they stole from a family. This story is out of Texas. And it's about porch pirates. Let's define our terms here up top. I think that's important as a host. I should do so. A porch pirate is someone who steals packages off your porch. Do we have these all over the world? You call them porch pirates in other countries. We call them porch pirates here because they're pirates. They're stealing packages. Now, they don't look like pirates from my understanding, although I've never seen a video of a porch pirate, really. Um, I don't expect you'd see, for instance, a parrot on their shoulder. Nonetheless, they're pirating packages off your porch. And, you know, this time of year, we're ordering online quite a bit because who wants to go shopping, right? Those stores are crowded this time of year. You're going to catch something from someone, whether it's COVID or dengue fever. So shopping from home is much easier. The packages come in. Ah, what a terrible event when your Christmas packages are stolen right off your porch. And no one cares. Even a ring light isn't keep, keeping people from doing this. The article says porch pirates that struck last week actually returned to the same house this week. But it wasn't what you think. You won't believe what they did, according to the homeowner, Bryant Clark, who says, I was shocked. I was so shocked. Well, this time of year, countless packages are stolen from porches, but this may be the only time the thief actually returned to the house, gave the stolen items back to Mr. Clark, who said, honestly, it was so shocking. You don't expect somebody to steal something from you during the holidays and then bring it back. These gifts are for our two nieces and my nephew. Those gifts going under the Christmas tree are so remarkable because Clark and his wife thought they'd never see these gifts ever again. They were stolen. The porch pirate was caught on their doorbell camera minutes after delivery. But guess what? Every present in the package happened to be given back to the family a week later. You know, the fact that they were able to say, OK, we're going to step out even in fear and we're going to do the right thing is really big, man. It's big. The level of courage in that, you know, I have to respect that. I've been a young man before. I've made some foolish decisions. I think we all have made foolish decisions. And I believe grace is something given when not deserved. And we have to give it. We have to give grace, especially during the holidays. Now, there was an investigation subsequently. Deputies arrested a 19-year-old girl suspected of taking the package, and several other young ladies are believed to have also been involved. But even scarier than the police, apparently the porch pirates that hit this particular home have parents who, quote, persuaded all of these girls to go back to the Clark's home, apologize, and return all that they stole. 
another quote from Clark. I'm proud of those young ladies who did that and their parents for saying, hey, look, you guys made a big mistake. Not saying it's right, but you guys have to go make it right to some degrees. After a long chat with the ladies, Mr. and Mrs. Clark accepted their apology and the gifts are now where they belong. The Clarks are now ready for Christmas in Texas, and they actually have a few more youngsters who are in their hearts this holiday season who ended up there in a most unlikely way. Here's another quote from Clark. Change is possible. I believe that. Despite where you might start, it's how you finish, and everyone deserves a little bit of grace. God gave it to us. We have to give it to others, especially this holiday season. The Clark family say they hope these young ladies and everyone hearing about the story will learn a valuable lesson about doing what's right, even when you think no one is watching. For all you porch pirates listening to this story, there's still time to redeem yourself. We have a little bit more time until Christmas. You can bring those gifts right back to the place where you pilfered them from. Do the right thing. Don't you want to get into heaven? Don't you want to not be on Santa's naughty list? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, my friends, thank you for being with me for this episode of Weird AF News. I want to thank everyone that sent me weird stories the past few days. You can always email me things to funnyjones at gmail.com. It's very easy. I got a couple of Christmas cards, so I wanted to give some thanks and praise. Connie from Georgia sent me a lovely Christmas card. Fabulous. It's actually pretty humorous as well. I love getting humorous cards if I'm going to get them. Um, I don't get a lot of cards in life because, as I've talked about on the show before, I don't think a lot of people are sending cards these days. Uh, I also got a card from William and Mary Beth Bauer. From also from Georgia. Oh, do you guys know Connie? Do you happen to know Connie? They're in Tucker, Georgia. Connie's in Cedarton. You guys ever hang out? Um, anyways, pretty nice card here as well. I was very, very pleasantly surprised to get some cards, and I love that. Uh, I love to feel the love around the holidays. So thank you so much, guys, for sending me something. Uh, if you want to mail me a card or anything else, I will accept coffee and. Uh, I will also accept, uh, what else? Red Sox tickets are good. Uh, although I'm pretty far from Boston these days. <laughs> I'll travel back to go to a Red Sox game, though. You can email me, ask me for my address. It's all good. It's all good. Or you can order me something off my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can like buy me coffees or join the Patreon. That's pretty helpful as well if you feel like doing that. But I know that money's tight these days with inflation, and you're probably just trying to scrape it together for your family for the holidays, and you can't really think of Jonesy because I'm extra. And that's okay, too. Um, you can help out by telling someone about the podcast during the holidays while you're drinking eggnog, getting plastered on a holiday couch next to a hopefully a lovely smelling Christmas wreath or a tree. I love that smell, don't you? Uh, anyways, I guess that's about it for the outro. I don't want to keep you. Uh, tomorrow's Florida Friday, so make sure you send me those Florida articles if you happen to come across any. 
you got my email. If you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. I'm going to publish some calls right now. All right. Be good to yourself. Hey, all you weirdos know what time of year it is? What? That's right. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Have all of you been good? Have you been naughty? Or you been nice? Oh, that's not many. Not many. Well, you got to get on Santa's nice list. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's checking a list and he's making it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. That's right, weirdos. If you haven't been nice, if you've been on that naughty list, you got a chance to get off of it. That's right. Donate to Jonesy's Patreon. Call him up on the phone line. Donate. Donate. Join that Patreon. Make a PayPal donation. Buy him a cup of coffee. Send him a gift for Christmas, for New Year's. That's right. That's right. Get on Santa's nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Claus is coming to town. Hey, hey, hey. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Hey there, fellow weirdos. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. And uh, I'm humbled by the nominations from a couple of people there for uh, naming me as president of Jonesy's Fan Club. But I humbly and graciously accept the nomination. <laughs> hey, anyway, I just wanted to say that uh, I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart for the wonderful response that we've been receiving for the Thanks for Giving campaign to have everyone show support for Jonesy and the hard work that he puts in on this five-day-a-week podcast. The donations have been great uh, through um, people joining Patreon and donating through PayPal and people buying Jonesy cups of coffee. And I want to thank everyone so much for their consideration in making those contributions and um if uh we'll wrap this up i guess here on friday with uh christmas gifts uh, calling this the thanks for giving campaign from thanksgiving through christmas and we'll figure up a total of uh, the number of donations and i'll make my contribution as such but you know it's still not too late to do something for jonesy you've got a couple of days to contact him you know, through Christmas here and through the the rest of the days of this year, I'm sure if you contact Jonesy through the phone line, he'll be happy to give you his phone or his address, and you can send him a gift if you'd like. It doesn't have to be his Christmas gift. You know, New Year's is coming, so consider it to be a New Year gift. Uh, I'm sure he would love to be opening something here through these coming days and right on into the New Year. So, 
please consider contacting Jonesy to get his address. I'm, I know he'll give it to you, and you can consider sending him a gift of some sort to show your appreciation for the hard work that he puts in bringing us this daily podcast that brings us so much joy and laughter in our lives, a real alternative to the the hard news of the world out, out there that, uh, you know, kind of brings us down. Uh, I know I have been a, a true fan of his for the six years that I've been listening since the January of 2017, and I've been listening and supporting him ever since then. So thank you, Weirdos, for your consideration and your donations and support of Jonesy and the Weird AF News Podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And God bless you all. Thank you. And everyone, please have good luck with your life. All men, women, children, and every breed in between. Thank you. And goodbye. Hi, Jensi. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. And I was wanting to thank you and all the other listeners for the well wishes. I'm, I'm finally better. I'm over the flu and upper respiratory junk. And I finally went back to work yesterday, so that felt weird, which is fitting, I guess, since it's weird AF news. But um, I want to give a shout-out to Chris Luck for his Christmas song that was hilarious. And I wanted to tell him that I actually do have some cherry rops. It's a chocolate bar that he told me about. It's um, dark chocolate, and the inside is like, I think it's maraschino cherries and coconut. And it is out of this world if you like cherries and dark chocolate and coconut. If not, then it's not for you, but it's really awesome. And I think it does cure everything. And um, give a shout-out to Hannah in Chicago. That was so sweet. Um, and Ed in Jersey. But um, And then Jim in Cleveland. The Browns won. That was a great game. And y'all did get some snow, and we're supposed to, too, this weekend. So hopefully it will. And have a lot Christmas, maybe, or at least some flurries. But um, I was just going to let everybody know them, that I'm finally well and got over the hump. So uh, thank, thanks again, everyone, for the well wishes. And I hope everybody has a happy holiday season and happy new year. And, oh, and it's unanimous that um, um, Michael in Iowa City is fan club president. I know there was an, an official vote, but I, I'm thinking that we all agree on that. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great day and has a happy hump day tomorrow. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all.